Well, what is up, little boomers? Welcome into an impromptu artillery podcast. I'm here with Kyle. What's up? We are currently in my living room. We are. Uh, watching the top 10 NHL best goalies ever. With a dog on the floor with sleeping. With a dog on my floor sleeping. Hashtag America. Uh, no, there's quite a bit of stuff that broke today uh, as we talk. This is Monday. Um, Monday what? Monday, it's November 11th. Happy Veterans Day. Yes. Thank you all the veterans out there. We love you. We love you all. Sorry if this sounds weird. This is our mobile unit. We're using our mobile unit. This is not our normal rig. This is mobile unit one. <laughs> we have requests to get me <laughs> liquored up first before we do this. Uh, yeah. So it might sound not as professional, but it's okay. We're going we're gonna to roll with it and we're going to see what happens. You just want to uh, go ahead and jump right into this? Oh, yeah. We just got to jump into it. Warren's texting me. He says that he's not happy that he was not invited. What the fuck is up, NHL player safety? <laughs> what the fuck I, okay, is well, up? Well, I wanted to start with uh, Elvis first. Then we get into that. Okay, let's start well, with let's, Elvis. Let's, let's get into that first. So, right. uh, Damn it. So Tortorella, um, after the Flyers game debacle, uh, was not happy at Corpusalo. So Corpusalo pretty much slammed his stick against the the nets and was very visually frustrated on the ice and Tortorella said that quote it was bullshit and he should have not have done that and fast forward a couple days you know I think Tortorella came out and said well we had talked and it's not going to happen again well what happened it happened again it happened again versus the Colorado Avalanche and I think it happened multiple times so Corpusalo showing a lot of frustration on the ice granted what is playing in front of him? I would be very frustrated too. But Corpy did say that he was not mad at his teammates. He was mad at himself for letting in that goal. Which you know, whatever. You're still kind of visually frustrated, and you're kind of, you may be sending mixed signals to the team, to the fans, to the players, to the coaches, whatever. And well, what else are you supposed to say? You're supposed to be like, "Yeah, my teammates suck." <laughs> I mean, it might come to that point if we continue to play the way we play, especially the defense I, right I now. I think regard. I agree with Torts here. I mean, Torts. People he's got to stick up. He's got to yeah. I mean, yeah, sorry to interrupt. He's got to he's, he's got to stand behind his words. He has to. And I so, so people are calling towards a hypocrite. Which okay, whatever. Um, he might be, but like I said in the podcast yesterday, being a coach and being a goaltender are two completely different jobs. Being the goaltender, you're supposed to, you're you're known to be that level headed guy, that is the anchor for your team, that everybody looks to. That's who everybody's playing for. Yeah, the coach is there to. I, in my opinion, get the guys ready to play, which sometimes takes some fire. I don't think that a goaltender should have that kind of fire on the ice. Now, off the ice, yeah, whatever. in the locker room, whatever, yes, go after it, but not on the ice when you're supposed to do nothing but sit yeah. there, focus, and stop pucks. Yeah, and I think there's a way to go about showing emotion on the ice. I don't think the players should be robots. You know, I don't think they should just go through the motions and, and not do or, or or have any type of emotion. I agree. Um, but there is a time and place for it, and I think what Corpy was doing, especially after Tortorella called him out on it, and he said it's not if it does happen again, or it, you know, there's going to be consequences. Well, he and, said it won't happen again, and then Corpy uh, did it again, yeah. kind of making Torts look like an idiot. So Torts had his back against the wall. He had to he had to act, and you know, it came out today that you know Elvis was expected to start in Cleveland for a couple more times before coming and possibly rejoining the team. Well, that that's not happening. Tortorella, the the front office, 
Um, Elvis is going to be starting versus the Montreal Canadiens. So basically right now, it seems as though Corpusalo is in Tortorella's doghouse. Oh, absolutely. I mean, if you, if you are bringing up Elvis games early, absolutely yeah. in the doghouse. I, it's kind of unfair to Kev Lennox. Mm-hmm. I feel like maybe in the state that this team is right now, why not give the guy a shot, Kid yeah. Lennox, in Montreal? I mean, it's the last game of a of a three game um, West Coast stretch. They'll be back home after this, I believe. I think he was give him more. A shot. I don't think he really was going to start at all, honestly. No, he was there I in case Corpy got hurt. He was there, and yeah, in case Corpy got hurt in a game. So I see why they brought Elvis back instead of starting him. I completely get it. Um, yeah, so I mean. I, I tend to agree with what happened to Corpy and him sitting. It'll be interesting to see how many games he does sit. I don't know if it's just a one-time thing or if Elvis gets sent back right away or if Elvis performs very well in Montreal. Will that lead to Elvis getting a couple more starts? I, I, hate, I, I don't see him doing well in Montreal because of his turnaround. He has to fly out there. Yeah. To start a game. That's well, I basically mean, no rest. It's part of the game, man. It's part of it's hockey. It's part of it, but I don't I mean it's like you said, they're not robots. Yeah. I don't see True. him playing well because he's he's going to be tired. I don't know. I think he'll come out. I would not be surprised if he does perform well. I think maybe he wants to send a message that oh, he John does, Davidson just showed does. up on the screen. I want to <laughs> JD just showed up and collusion, I wanna, Russian collusion, Panarin and Davidson. Fucking, yeah. Ugh. Get it off this. I don't want to see his face. What's well, uh, gone now? Okay. It's fine. Uh no, but like maybe Elvis comes out and he does perform very well he does get a win and you know he is he is composed out there you know well, then what does john Tortorella do after that does elvis go back to cleveland does he continue to start how long is corpy going to be in the doghouse who really knows i don't know there's a there's a lot up in the air right now and i i kind of enjoy seeing all this turmoil but then i don't <laughs> <laughs> you are you like drama i don't mind it I, it's it keeps things more interesting. Good, it's good for ratings, Kyle. It good is for good ratings. for ratings. Wow, jeez. I think the team playing well is good for ratings. We're true. To be honest, this is uh, this is getting a lot of people talking. Just the entire Twitter's a buzz right now. It totally is, and yeah. not even about the goaltender situation. Yeah. So you, I mean, you can go ahead. And you you wanted to. Twitter is a buzz <laughs> at the moment because of this three game Nick Felino suspension. On I on what I believe to be an unintentional elbow to the head, yeah, of Belmare, Belmar, uh-huh. uh, the Colorado Avalanche. Um, Nick Felino is one of the classiest dudes in the league, in my opinion. Yeah, he does everything off the ice correctly. He never gets caught doing anything, you know, illegal. I think he's the kind of guy that doesn't do anything illegal. No, I mean, he's he's, he's a, a good stand up dude. Yeah. Does a lot for the community, and he. Threw an unintentional elbow, and he's getting three games for it three as the games. captain. Three games. Three was games. There a, was there a fine with that as well? Uh, I mean, it's just his actual salary. So I think it broke down to like $83,000 over three games. That's crazy. Which is absolutely insane. And yeah, I mean, to what you're saying, even Nick Foligno, he came out and he said that the hit that he didn't even know he hit him in the head. And after he reviewed the video, it pretty much just, you know, he was disgusted by it and he was very apologetic. And there was, there, I, I truly believe Nick Felino when he says there was no intent there. I really don't think there was any intent to harm Belmare. And I think if anything, it was just a, a circumstantial. And, you know, even if, even if there was any intent, which like I say, I don't think there was, 
being a non-offender, being somebody that's never really, I don't think he's ever been suspended, if anything, maybe one game. I would have I would have been okay with a one game. Yeah. I mean, just to kind of send a message like, okay, it was it was unintentional. We get it. But you're you not cannot a even go high at all. Here's one sure. game suspension. Sure, I get it. Not, don't let him play in Montreal. Send him home for the you know. Send him home. Yeah. And he wouldn't have gone home. He would have sat in the press box in Montreal. But he's going to sit in the press box in Montreal. It the, the three games is sending such a huge message in a, in a different way that the the NHL looks at Columbus like. It's we're just a piece of shit down here mm-hmm. that our players, you know what I mean? Like, the, yeah, like no, it, the it, I posted the gif of Brad Marchand last year just throwing a haymaker at, yeah. at, Har- at Harrington after a whistle. Yeah, and that, was, the head. and that was to the head. That was a literally a stick to the head Zero of Harrington games, last year. Because Brad Marchand doesn't have a history. Yeah. Uh, the, Gary Bettman legitimately said, well, Brad, he doesn't have a history, Brad Marchand. So, oh, okay, well, I would like for you to <laughs> just. Pull up his name on YouTube and see what the hell this, this it's absolute kid does. bullshit. And then also there was the um, Andrew Shaw hit on Adam McQuaid that literally knocked Adam Adam McQuaid out and pretty much. I mean, he hasn't played since. <laughs> he still hasn't played. I don't think he's played since. And you know, it's and he got both of those got zero games. So I go back to what I said last podcast: just the inconsistencies of the NHL player safety department is absolutely mind-bottling to me. And I, I want to break it down into this. I believe that the NHL players' safety, they don't really... They're not too concerned about players' safety. They're more so concerned about, well, is it the right time to suspend this guy? How big is this guy's name within the league? What team does he play for? And I feel like they factor in, how much money are we going to lose? How much ratings are we going to drop if we take this guy out? The NHL is trying to become as big as the big three sports. And to do that, they need their bigger markets to always be in the mix, uh-huh. which wouldn't they'll do anything they can for Boston, Toronto, uh, Pittsburgh, all the, all the original six teams to win. They'll do, the NHL will do anything they can to help that happen. Yeah. And, it, and they've made it obvious. I'm not just speculating here. Well, yeah. They make it obvious by the fact, you know, the, the, those six teams among other bigger markets now they're always in the spotlight whether when you turn on NBC Sports Network they're they're continually being playing or continue their games are always on they're always getting the outdoor games winter classics i mean like how bad has detroit been yeah so detroit has been awful the last couple of years mm-hmm. chicago has been awful dallas and they're getting a winter classic and i mean they get all <laughs> of this attention and they've been terrible yeah it doesn't be, it's because they're the I guess Detroit's a big market team, but they are. That's where it, and it's so biased towards those teams. I guess just we just have to deal with it. Yeah, yeah, and like I don't want to be that guy that complains about every little thing that the league does, but I do. What, I know, <laughs> but but when it, like it's it continually happens, and you continually see it, where you know Brad Marchand can he gets zero games for uh, literally a headshot on on. Harrington was a Harrington. It was Harrington. Yeah. Do you think that one might have been intentional? Yeah, that one was fully intentional. <laughs> when you take when you take a stick to the back of a head, especially with that force, uh, unsuspecting to Harrington, I mean that should have warranted something. Um, when Andrew Shaw intentionally does not lower his elbow to try to knock out Adam McQuaid, that should warrant something, and it got zero games. So when you just see the inconsistencies 
from the NHL player safety, it just makes you wonder, is there a bias towards smaller markets? I don't know. I don't want to be the one to say there is, but it, it makes it hard not to think that that 614 rule, the rule that we all we have talked about for years, <laughs> doesn't man. come into play sometimes because three games it's, for Nick Foligno, a non-offender, somebody who's not a dirty player, somebody who wins NHL awards for his leadership, his on-ice presence, his off-the-ice presence in terms of in the community, an, an outstanding guy. Like it's He just, has a it pizza baff- named after him. For the love of sake. God, he has a pizza. It's Come just, on. It's crazy to me to think that if you want to give him a game, I wouldn't have been... I would not have called us to have an impto- impromptu podcast. Yeah, three uh, like, games. Right, a game suspension, just okay. He, Whether it was an accident or not, which I truly believe that it was unintentional, uh, just send a message by giving him a game, whatever, move on. Right. Three games seems a little... I mean, Cole Sherwood gets knocked into concussion protocol. <laughs> he got punched into concussion protocol. And that gave, that gave Lujic two games, and he only got, what, four minutes during the game. Yep. So it's just... It's very inconsistent. Yeah, it's very inconsistent. I've got a. I think we pretty much nailed it with mm-hmm. the Felino stuff there. I think so. You got anything else on Felino? No, that's our captain, I man. I that's love Nick Felino. I'm just all in with this. I love Nick Felino. He's most people's favorite player on this team because yeah. he's been around for so long. He's the captain. He's a genuinely nice guy. I've met him a couple times. He is a genuinely good dude. Yeah, and he would not. He loves the game of hockey. He just loves it. That's why he's still out there. He loves the game of hockey. Yeah. He, everybody knows he's not one of the top forwards in the league. He's not even a top forward on this team. But he loves it. He's a great leader. And I think it's absolute bullshit that he has to deal with this. After everything else that he's had to deal with. Oh, yeah, because like right now his name is going to get just absolutely run through the mud because people are now going to think he's a dirty player. Yeah. And he's he is not that. he's not a dirty and player. There was no way that he meant to do what he, yeah. he meant to make that hit. Yeah, there's no way. I won't believe it for a second. Yep. I, 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 yeah. I just think the league severely missed an opportunity to do the right thing here, and instead they it seems as though they wanted to send a message, and I feel like it they're sending a message at the wrong time to the wrong person. So. To a team that's struggling so <laughs> yeah, much, exactly. <laughs> and it's not him. like it's it's not like we're in the thick of things and in the hunt, and it's it's still early in the season, and we we kind of actually are not playing well at all right now. So I mean, it's not that it's going to truly matter, I guess, but it's just it kind of like you know, it just seems like why why be why beat a team down when they're already down? Yeah, or why was, you know it's I don't know I don't uh, I don't really I just don't understand the ruling. I think the NHL could they could have done something a little different there, but whatever. No, I absolutely agree, and a lot of most people agree with us. I think. Yeah. Um, it just doesn't fit, it doesn't fit the NH, NHL's narrative of of what they want. So then, yeah, they just I don't know. We touched on the Corpy benching. Do we have anything else to talk about? I don't know. I don't think so. What do you What are your thoughts on Felino or not Felino on uh, John Tortorella right now at this point in the season? Um, I am perfectly fine with John Tortorella. I have no complaints. I think um, I think he's a good coach. I think Tortorella, obviously, and we see it with the Brad Shaw right now, where if the team is not performing to a certain expectation, you know, obviously, you know, you call for the coach's head because you can't fire all your players. Larson. Uh, that's what I meant, Larson. You meant Sorry. Larson. I meant Larson there. Why? Somebody should change one of their first I think names. My dog just farted. Probably. 
I don't know. But uh, I don't know. It's tough. It's it's easy to point the finger at Tortorella, but at the same time, I just feel like these guys are just not playing the way they should be right now. I mean, defense isn't there. Offense isn't scoring. I mean, once again, we have goalie drama. Good Lord, I thought we left that last year. Right, and look, here's the thing. I'm going to disagree with you on the Torts thing. Torts, I think he's a good coach. I think he can be a good coach. Yeah. But I think it's if he has the right players around him. Which, well, that's well, you can argue that with any coach. Of yeah. Of any team. Of when any I, sport. I mean the I mean the mentality. Give, give Bill Belichick the Bengals and see what the hell happens. <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> Fuck you, man. You have a Bengals fan. That's not cool. I know. I'm just what I'm saying. Like, no, yeah, you're right. if you if you give any coach, if you give me, if you give us Sidney Crosby and you know Panera yeah, on yeah. the same okay, team, that's yeah, not what I meant. you're gonna be great. Sure. The Phil Jackson effect, huh? Yeah, absolutely. Kobe and uh, Michael Jordan, he had both those guys. I'm telling you. And he's he's kind of an idiot. I believe it. Oh, yeah. He's a dumbass. Yeah. Um, anyways, not, we're not talking about basketball. I think Torts is kind of showing his true colors recently. Um, we, we gave him the benefit of the doubt last year with Bobrovsky because we all just thought Bobrovsky was being a diva. Um, we thought Artemi just wanted to go play in a big market. We thought, you know, Duchesne just wanted to stay here but apparently he got pushed away by something if it may have been his country music career i it don't was know his country music career um <laughs> good luck with that duchene he's not doing well in nashville right now i'll tell you that much yeah I mean, he's not doing terrible he's he has like five points yeah i feel like he has more than that keep talking i'll fact check all right anyways i feel like torts is becoming the common denominator the common problem to a lot of the things we have going on. Now, it's the second year in a row, we don't have the same goaltender. We have Corpy, who has been our true and trusted backup for years, and now Corpy's having problems. So, Merz Lincolns comes in. and has, has 14 points, five uh, goals, nine assists. Five goals, that's what I was yeah, thinking. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. Uh, Lincolns has had issues. He's getting sent down. I, I think Torts is very quick and and um, knee-jerk reactions. I, I will give you that. I will he doesn't let that. things play out as he should. Yeah. The torts blender has become a thing in Columbus with him. If if a if a shift if a line doesn't play well for one shift, they're they're getting they're blended. They're gone. I mean that that line is gone. They don't. He, nobody gets comfortable with each other. They can't get comfortable with each other. They're not allowed to. And I Merz Lincoln's getting sent to. Cleveland after playing in three games, four games. I mean, it. Yeah. I mean, a it, lot of the things I he's like, doing doesn't yeah. make a lot of sense to me. I mean, that to me made a little sense in the in the fact that you want to play, you want to give Elvis some ice time, especially in on an NHL ice level surface. Um, if it's it's not good in his development to just have him have him sit and start Corby all these games, so I could see why they did that. Um. But to go back to your thoughts on his knee-jerk reactions, I do believe that there are... I, I agree with that. I think that the line-changing, um, the torts blender, the inability to give certain players uh, more ice time above other players, and I just feel like you are correct there when in terms of just there's no consistency. Speaking of consistency, there's absolutely no consistency with keeping lines together and seeing if they can work even throughout a game. You know, we'll, we'll start a game with certain players on a line, and by the end of it, the 
they're on a different line with other players. Like I've so absolutely stopped looking at the pregame lines. Yeah, it, well, it doesn't matter. They don't matter. It anymore. doesn't matter. <laughs> That's not how they're going to end. So there, you could you could call that into question in terms of there's no room to build chemistry among any of these, especially these new kids that are trying to figure things out. So yeah, I mean, with I, these rookies, I agree there. I think that John Tortorella is would be a good coach for a for an older team. He's not. He's not a developing coach. He's a coach that can coach guys that already know the system. Mm-hmm. So when you have guys coming in like like Sherwood, like Texier, um, Dalpy, I think Dalpy's gonna we're gonna see him this year. Robinson got called up. Robinson, the two guys that Kirby. we were wanting to see the most, Sherwood and Robinson. In the preseason, they're here, man. They're here. I've been waiting for they're it. Here. I think these Put guys them on are line not... together. Those those two guys are both big guys. Oh, Put them I can't on line wait, together. Dude. That that could be the next Anderson. Stenland. I think Sten- when Stenland makes his way back up here again, Kevin Stenland. Maybe. Um he'll see his way back up here again, I'm sure of it. They're they're not guys that are going to uh mix with Torts very well because he from what I've seen he is good at coaching guys that are already that have already that are system guys that have already been part of the system. Well, we could argue that. Well, what the hell's happening right now then with all of our veteran guys that are playing like absolute crap? There's such a mix of rookie. Think about the last couple of years and how we haven't had any new faces really coming up from Cleveland. Now there was a couple times where guys would get hurt, and we would see Sherwood and Robinson and Stenland was up for a little bit last year. But it wasn't anything that we were counting on. You know what yeah. I mean? It wasn't like, oh, we're waiting for him to come up because he's doing well in Cleveland. Yeah, we yeah we had our set yeah. team, and I think that maybe the last one of that, I that last one that was like that or somebody that we were looking forward to was probably Josh Anderson. Yes, exactly. That's my point. Is that like Cleveland does well? They're a good team together. But yeah, to what you're and saying, I would say we, Warinsky even. Yeah, I guess you're right with Warren. We were, that was kind of almost around the same time, I think. Yeah, it was. Um, but yeah, no, we we haven't. There's no, there hasn't been a player of Reese of late that there's a decent amount of hype around to bring up and contribute to the Blue Jackets. Um, you can, I mean, Sherwood sure now, but you know, we'll see what he can do. Verdict's still out on him, but yeah, no, I see what you're saying. Yeah, I, that's just that's what I that's my opinion on that. I I don't know. I. I'm starting to have my doubts about Torts. Don't don't get me wrong. I don't want him to go anywhere yet. Mm-hmm. I still think that he's he's a good coach here. He has the right mindset for the city and for this team. It's just it's right now it's not working out, and I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to bide my time and wait it out. Yeah, I mean you can go back to. I'll play devil's advocate. I I do like Tortorella. I do think that there are times that. He does make too rash of decisions too quickly. I think that, you know, give it time, see how things could potentially develop by keeping players together on certain lines. Um, and there is the argument that, well, Torrell is the now the winningest coach in franchise history. Um, so he's done quite a bit. He's got us past the sec- the first round of the playoffs for and since the existence of his yeah. team. So I want to see what he does without the team we had last year. Yeah. That's his measuring stick. I get it, but man, it's as a coach, you're only I feel like you're only as good as the players you have in front of you and and if you have that, you know, that's gonna take time for these guys to start but meshing. You've got guys working. like Josh Anderson and Cam Atkinson and But these guys aren't playing. Pierre Luc Dubois. Dubois, and, I would say, is the only guy that's I mean, he has some Nyquist, ups and downs, but he, he's the most Seth Jones are playing like consistent shit. guy. 
Yeah. No. I, you have the Boone Jenner is a good player. You have these guys. You have the talent, and it's not manifesting into wins on the ice. Yeah. And that's what's so frustrating because everybody, all all of, the, all of our fans, all of the Columbus Blue Jacket fans, know that we have a good team on the ice talent wise, but it's just not turning into wins right now. And that's what's so damn frustrating. If we came into this season knowing that we were going to suck, okay, sure, we'll take our lumps. The the Felino suspension. Take our lumps. Take our lumps. I didn't know that. Is that a saying? Yes. Okay. This the Felino suspension. <laughs> Wouldn't have been probably as big of a deal, but it's that's going to kill us for the next three games, in my opinion. I don't think I'm going to go the opposite approach to that. I don't think it will kill us. I think this team will rise to the occasion. I'm not saying they're going to win all three, but I think we're going to see. I'm going to call right now. We're going to win two out of three next two games. Do you know who the next two are against? I, After Montreal, Montreal, and then St. Louis. And somebody else. Who else? Who's the third one? Uh, Montreal again. Okay. So Montreal's actually a pretty good team this year. We beat them out by like pretty much a half a point last season to get in the playoffs. Yeah. I mean, we had a, we had a good game against St. Louis um, this year, but I, yeah, I mean, the team you can you can go one of two ways. You can go, you know, you're you're without your captain, so you should a brick. Or you rise to the occasion and you take ownership of the team while he's not there, and the, the uh, alternate guys step up and say, "Let's get this thing going." And especially, you know, I feel like they're going to rally behind Elvis. So, I say two out of three. I hope so. But yeah, that's all I have. That's all I got. Um, like we got a couple things on Twitter here. Yeah, what do we got? Uh, Only old Twitter here. Our, yeah, we. Kind of like impromptu as oh man, I got a lot of stuff on here. Oh that's sad. What? People are just idiots on Twitter. <laughs> uh I got people on here saying like he deserved Felina deserved that. He's a he's a uh dirty player. He's always been a dirty player. Like I don't I, know where I don't know what game you did they they're you're just, watching. They're just trolls, man. Yeah. They're just people trying to get um, Jake Cahill said, please touch on the Corpy benching a little. I have too many points on why it's the behavior is bad to put on Twitter. We we touched on that. I don't agree with what Corpy did on the ice. Jordan does. I don't know. Jordan I says throw temper tantrums on the I ice. I never said that. Keep uh, keep being a that. little baby no, on the no, ice. No, 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 no. <laughs> I I was quoting what No. I do believe as a goaltender you gotta control your shit. I am okay with players showing emotion at certain times throughout a game. Just, I don't think a continual habit of throwing a tantrum is necessary for a goaltender, especially since you're giving out. You're now, you are given the opportunity. You are our number one guy for for years. You sat behind Sergei Bobrovsky, and this is your this is your chance. This is your moment. And you're gonna throw t- little temper tantrums out there. I get you're frustrated. I get that, you know. You make, and I know he's was quoted by saying that he wasn't mad at his teammates. I yeah. I but you know that's that is you, bullshit. To me. That's what I'm about to say. We don't know that he very well could have been. I've been in certain situations when I played baseball all my life where I would get pissed off at some teammates because I felt like they didn't pick up the slack where they should have. So where you're visually continually. Th- you know, showing these frustrations, 
to what Torrell says, I think it is selfish of him. I think he's got to cool it down. This is your moment. This is your opportunity. What's that Eminem song? I feel like I'm. I feel like I'm rapping it. This is got one shot. Yeah, exactly. One opportunity. One opportunity. Mom spaghetti Please on your sweater wait. already. Arm spaghetti. Leg spaghetti. Vomit on your sweater spaghetti, already. Spaghetti. I think we nailed that. Spaghetti. 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 Uh, also, Jake said. Also, is Kyle going to yell at me again? No. <laughs> no, Jake. I'm. No, I'm not going to yell at you <laughs> again. But you deserved it last time. So uh, that's fair. You, you yelled at two people it. last podcast. Um. Dylan Mundy said, is this a Kevin Bacon punch dancing in Footloose podcast? Because he needs that. What I don't know. What does that mean? That means like listening, turning up music super loud and dancing around and punching the air because you're so mad. Oh, okay. I got, yeah. Does it smell bad in here? No. Must be just my breath. Probably. I hope it's not me. I mean, I'm the, I'm the only person that has been brought into this apartment that hasn't already been here. That's fair. You probably smell bad. Maybe. I just showered though. (laughs) <laughs> okay, you probably don't smell bad. Uh, that's about all we got. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I didn't put out a tweet or anything. There was stuff on the on the tweet that you put out about the three-game suspension, but all you posted the McQuaid hit, too. Yeah. Yeah, man. I Look, the, going just before we end it, going back to the Felino thing one more time, um, absolute bullshit. That's about all I have on it. <laughs> it's just absolute yeah. fucking bullshit. Yeah, I mean, I I agree. I don't think three games was warranted. I think the league kind of missed the boat on this one. Um, I think it, if it fits the league's narrative and what they're trying to do, and uh, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. I just feel like we're just getting crapped on for no reason, and it should not have been three games. If it was one game, whatever, move on. It happened. It is what it is. But three games to a guy like Felino, non-offender, I don't get it. Me either. Especially Let's... after what we, you know, we posted the McQuaid hit from last season. The, you know, Marchant just taking a stick to the head of Harrington and nothing, 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 not a damn thing. Gotta love it, man. Yeah. Love how we just get shit on. Whatever. I'm. I don't want to. I'm gonna get more mad if we keep talking about this. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Uh, hey, little boomers. Thanks for listening to our impromptu podcast. Um, Check out High Bank. We didn't do any ad reads, but yeah. look at. We're not. This isn't a regular podcast. It's not. Yeah. I've killed like two beers in this time. I've only done one. Three. Almost. I don't know. I drank a beer before you got here. So this is my third. Gotcha. Okay. All right. That's it. That's all our thoughts. Um. If you have not listened to our episode 106, go back and listen to that because we just dropped that literally yesterday, Sunday, uh, Impromptu Podcast today. Is there a game Wednesday? No. There's a game tomorrow night. I don't think there's a game Wednesday. No, there can't be because they're coming home from the West Coast. There's no game Wednesday. Uh, We'll be back Wednesday with our official podcast. Um, Yeah, that's all we have. We need to start doing um, uh, predictions again. We haven't done that in a while. Oh, yeah, we should. I predict that the Blue Jackets will lose to the Canadians five to two tomorrow. Five to two. Uh, what's the Canadians' record? I don't know. Okay, <laughs> I know they're decent. Yeah, they're pretty good this I year. I don't think anything great though. Uh, I'm gonna go Canadians lose. I think Elvis comes in, tries to. He's gonna prove a point. They're third in the Atlantic. They're okay. nine five and three. Uh, I thought they were up there. Twenty one um, points. So yeah, Elvis the comes in. Capitals are thirteen and two. 
Shut up. 13, 2, I don't and 3. I want to hear about it. 29 points uh, in one month. <laughs> Canadians are going to lose this, this Blue Jackets. Uh, Elvis Mers Lincoln's going to come in, going to do an amazing job. I'm going to say Jackets offense kind of gets going. They're going to rise to the occasion when Felino's out. It's going to motivate them to kick ass. I'm going to say 3 1 Jackets. <laughs> three, would you, three one jackets. Yeah, right. got, would you be willing to put money on that? I'll put ten dollars. That's on not it. good enough. $10. Right. Would you put a hundred bucks on that? No. Okay. <laughs> I would not. That's good. Glad three one. Three one, you. baby. All right. All right, we're done here. Thanks, little boomers, for listening. We'll see you Wednesday. Love you guys. And bye. Spay and neuter your Marshawn. Source.